Welcome to Success Leaves Clues, an automotive industry podcast, and I'm your host, Thomas Hayes. And today, I have another quick clue for you. Now, this mini-series is designed to give you something to think about, something to improve your shop, and help you make the most of the week ahead. Now, this week's quick clue is a topic that many shops are struggling with right now, and that's hiring top performers for their shops. So let's dive in. Now, from my observations, when owners or hiring managers face challenges in hiring, it typically boils down to a few things, but these are two of the big ones that I see. And on the surface, you might think they're pretty obvious or, you know, no, I, I think that's not it. But I really want to challenge you to look at these two items and make sure that they're not contributing to your struggle you're having in hiring. Now, the first thing that I see with shops that are struggling to hire is they struggle to create compelling and attractive job ads that are attracting the right people. Here's the thing. You have to understand that recruiting is simply marketing and interviewing is sales. We often complicate things quite a bit. We believe that the key to success is posting the polished job ad that has the right bullet points of here's our benefits and here's what I require of you and all that, believing that that is all it takes and that the right person's going to see it and read it and understand it and they're going to be good to go. Or we have to have the, the perfectly polished set of interview questions printed out and ready to go. And while these things are important, what's equally as important is to make sure that your shop stands out amongst everybody else doing the same thing, using the same bullet points, the same job ads. It all starts to just become one thing to someone who's looking for a job. So you've got to think about that. Just like when you're sending a mailer or making a Facebook post or any other form of marketing, how do I make my shop stand out? Here's some tips. Create job ad titles that are different from everybody else. Something catchy, something kind of weird, something that just grabs attention. And when you're writing the ad, you know, think of it like you're writing a, a job ad for the top performer. What is the thing that they need to hear? What solves their problem? And so if it's a technician, a top performing technician, what solves their problem? They're looking for a shop with no chaos, with plenty of hours. So play into those things and create a compelling job ad and title and opening statement that draws that person in. And then you're going to have all the other things that, that you need to have in a job ad. That's fine. But you have to draw them in first. You also need to make the call to action, which is the marketing term for what you want that person to do with your ad. You want to make it easy. Don't make them go through a 20-step interview process just to get on a phone call with you. Good employees usually don't have great resumes because they don't search for jobs all the time. So if someone is happen to be looking and they're wanting to talk to you about it, make it easy. Just put your phone number in there or make a really simple process for the, for you to at least get that lead from them. It's really important. And when we're talking about interviewing questions, it's so important that you realize that the interview skill that you have is what makes or breaks because a top performer, you know, you're going to ask all these generic questions and, and it's not really going to help you get to who they are and help them understand who you are. Toss those in the trash, have a conversation. The more comfortable you are, the more natural you are, the more that you are showing who you are to the candidate, the more that they will do that with you and open up. And then you guys can really get to the heart of the matter. Remember, interviewing is also a two-way street. 
candidates are trying to convince you that they're the right fit for your position while you're trying to convince them, sell them, that your shop is where they can call home. Now, here's something else you need to consider, and it's really important when we're talking about job ads and interviewings too, and that is that top performers, especially technicians, they see things extremely black and white. It's either fixed or broken. It's either good or it's bad. It's on or it's off. They can discern insincerity very easily, and they size you up instantly. So candidates are going to ask themselves, and you have to know this, they're going to ask themselves, do I like this person? Can I trust them? Why does something seem off here? What am I missing? Well, be honest with yourself. Can they trust you? Have you worked on being a dynamic and inspiring leader? Have you created an environment where they would want to work? Have you developed your character to the necessary level to attract someone of a higher caliber? How confident are you in yourself? Now, I know I'm asking a lot of really hard questions, but seriously, if you've not asked yourself these questions and you're blowing through interviews, this might be a key for you. You've got to ask yourself these questions. You have to answer them. That is the clue here, is answering these questions and taking steps to change. The key here is becoming a leader that great people want to follow. And that doesn't mean you're a bad person or a bad leader right now. It just means that if you're consistently not attracting the right people, we have to be honest with ourselves and look within. Now, there's another factor here too, and that is looking at the shop you've created. Because top performers are going to ask themselves, can I make money here? And we're not talking about the hourly rate or the salary you offer. We're talking about the things that will slow down their ability to make work uh, and to do work. It's the things that will make things inefficient, make their life frustrating, prevent them from doing the job that they need to do so they can make the money based on your pay plan. So is your shop organized? Do you have clearly defined systems and processes? Is the atmosphere relaxed or is everyone stressed out? Are there clearly defined roles and responsibilities? Are people smiling or do they have a scowl on their face? Is the office in shambles or is it organized and clean? Take a look around your shop like someone who is there to make money and say, am I creating the right environment where someone can come in and do a great job or am I putting roadblocks in their way? Because you're in it day to day. You don't see these things necessarily, but they will and they're going to politely decline and they are not going to tell you why typically. Remember, this is ultimately an exercise in empathy. These questions you're asking yourself are really advocating for the candidate. Because by making these changes, you are creating a place where they will want to work. And when you can do this, you're going to be shocked. You're going to have the right people find you because your reputation will precede you and you will have people fighting for you. If that's not your reality right now, you might be saying, Thomas, that's BS. I don't believe it, but I've seen it. I've seen people take the time to truly look within themselves and their organization and create an attractive place to work and an attractive leader. And the people do find you. It's amazing. Take the time to really ask yourself these hard questions for yourself and your organization and take the necessary actions to create an organization that your best employees will be attracted to. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. We will have a full-length episode next week. Have a wonderful rest of your day.